Hello, and welcome to the Mindsets Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. Hey guys, so I am um, going to release this was kind of a recording and I wasn't sure if it was going to come out. Uh, But that's why I said last week it was an emotional three-part series Um, because as I was going through all of this change in my life and and saying goodbye to the security of my corporate job, you know, and my family, basically, my work family, um, and leaving something to follow a dream, like move in the direction more in alignment with my heart's calling, it was difficult because it's hard to say goodbye to people you care about to honor yourself and like your dreams. But again, I was faced with that. That That's a reoccurring theme in my life. And if you guys looked at my Instagram lately, you've been seeing me post like getting very nostalgic on some, some things, posting some pictures. In January 2017, I had to choose myself. I was in a situation that was very difficult, and I've talked early on in the podcast about that. I think it was the Tulum Vibes one and choosing yourself first. I think that was the podcast. Um, And so this is the beauty of life. Life keeps presenting you with the same patterns, like the same tests um, to, to help you grow, to stretch you, and to allow you to release some things that are part of that old program that you need to let go of, like some little residual um, thought patterns that can be let go, that can be released. And so life will continue to bring this to you. And I am going through that. Well, I was going through that like a week ago, two weeks ago. And it was emotional and it was a lot of up and down because I was going through the the value in myself and then worrying I was making a wrong decision and then going back to loving and valuing myself and then going back to like, is this the right thing? You know, so when we leave um, the familiar and we go into the unknown, you will have a flood of emotions, you know, good and bad. Um, but I think overall it's all good. But in this process, I was uncovering a lot of stuff. So in this Um, recording I'm going to share with you, I was talking through some things and I got very upset because I started feeling like the feelings of my ancestors, my generations um, before me, that that sort of um, program that kind of like exists, if we want to go really deep, likely in my DNA, but um, it's a a fear-based program that exist in my family like for generations as well as the um, unwillingness to love and acknowledge themselves as as the same thing that as is as was I should say my journey so this was a a reoccurring pattern in my family lineage um, of 
sacrifice. We had a, a lot of men in the military in my family. And when they came back from fighting in wars, they were highly traumatized with PTSD. And at the time, they did not recognize this as a thing. And so they dealt with their um, feelings the only way that they were conditioned and programmed to deal with them you know men were not supposed to cry when we're not men were not supposed to be weak you know and this is still stuff that we hear today you know men can't even be in alignment with who they really are because they have to shove down a part of themselves and and suppress so much of their feelings and so as a result these men the in my gen and my lineage um had a lot of substance problems, alcohol, some used heroin, you know, I think that was like a trendy drug in the 50s or something, I have no idea, but um, I don't want to say any drug is trendy, but for whatever reason, there was a movement of that, I think at that time, and so this is like, this is like crazy stuff that, you know, you look back and you know, you see where we are now in this world and like in this place of really opening up and and acknowledging what we feel versus like looking back through our lineage and looking back through time and seeing the lives that our family had to, um, had to accept because they didn't know they could do anything else. And because they were they couldn't deal with their feelings and their emotions and the trauma um, and the stress that they had gone through. Um, they basically self-medicated through alcohol and drugs. And so um, this one gets really deep on that. And it's a, it's a very soft spot for me. I grew up without being able to recognize and acknowledge my feelings. Um, and so I feel like in that respect, I can be very masculine, which is why I feel like a lot of men resonate with me, um, on this podcast. But also I think a lot of women who grew up like in the kind of a similar place that I did, um, in terms of not being allowed to acknowledge your feelings and your needs, um, so it's not specifically gender related, but I do think that society puts certain, um, parameters, you know, and, um, what is socially acceptable for men and women. So, um, if this is making sense to you, then I know it's making sense to you. And if it's not, I apologize, but I'm just trying to truly speak from my heart here, um, and share this message with you. So I hope that you enjoy this time. This is a longer, um, podcast, but I, I do hope that you can understand and appreciate where I'm coming from here. Um, these last podcast and this podcast, and then the next one are me really allowing you guys in and, um, you know, yes, I can manifest all this stuff and I have mastered a lot of my mindset, but I'm still a human on this journey and still trying to figure it all out. So I hope you enjoy it. It's 5.38 in the morning, and I am sitting on my couch looking out at the New York Harbor, waiting for this coffee to take effect. (laughs) Some days it just takes longer than others, but as I'm sitting here, I'm kind of going in and out of meditation and breath work and just kind of accepting the fact that this could be a slower moving morning and then that is totally okay because I I embrace my feelings I embrace 
who I am today. Every day we are feeling feelings and we are different versions of ourselves daily. And that is something that yoga has reminded me that every day you come to the mat, your body is your body is different every day. And if your body is different, then so could your mind. Your mind could be different too. So you take those things and you you develop ways to work with what you have. And that's really the mindset, right? Like that's really where your mindset comes in is like, let's work with what we have and let's create something from it. Let's understand why we feel the way we feel and let's do something with it. Let's do something with it to honor ourselves. Let's do something with it to move ourselves forward or step back and go into a place of soothing and and relaxation and rest if we need it. Let's go back into a place of receiving or just pause to receive. And these thoughts came about because while I was sitting here drinking my coffee, I was thinking about when I was a little kid and I had a friend who, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but let's say you have a cookie and you're, you break the cookie in half because you're going to share it with your friend. And there's one that's an obvious larger piece um, of the cookie. And you, you know, I've always been the kind of person where I'll split something and I let the other person take their piece. I don't know why. I don't give the person their piece like, oh, this is your piece. It's more like here, you take the piece that you feel called to take. I guess even as a child, I was doing that kind of thing. Um, but you know, I was letting people respond to whatever they felt they, they wanted. So anyway, the cookie is an example, but i I remember breaking the cookie in half and she took the obvious larger piece and I remember thinking to myself wow I wouldn't normally do that I would probably take the smaller piece for myself and that really was <laughs> that is the perfect um that's a perfect example of what I gave to myself or what I felt I deserved growing up, the smaller piece. I would always give more to others and I would take the smaller piece. And a conversation came up like a few years ago with a friend and we were talking, we were trying to explain something to someone and I can't remember how it came about, but the thing I'm trying to say is we we had come to the conclusion at the same time that why did this we were trying to explain to another person why this other person or we felt this other person reacted and responded the way that they did um and and why nope that's not how it happened (laughs) okay it's the reason why is because I'm just recording this now and it's all kind of coming back to me and unfolding. So we were speaking to one other person about something and she just wasn't getting it. And later when we were trying to 
when we were talking to each other about the conversation and why she wasn't getting it, we came to the conclusion that she grew up loving herself. It wasn't as if um, it was like not even something that she could wrap her head around why um, my friend and I would respond to and and react the way that we did or have those feelings that we did on this particular situation um, because she just couldn't wrap her head around why we would have felt hurt by it. And what we came to the conclusion was that this woman grew up being loved. Like she was loved by her family. She was supported by her family and so her response to things um, were a bit different because her mental shaping was different than ours. Our mental shaping or, you know, um, program that we were given was one of just not being worthy, not not deserving to put other people first, that our feelings that we have are not important. So it's not, it wasn't relevant. It wasn't important to recognize whatever we were feeling in that moment. This is during our childhood. And that program carried over through into our adulthood life. And very much like I think if you're listening to this, I feel like very much of the time, the biggest issue, in fact, not very much all the time, the biggest issue is not loving yourself enough. I think I will go to say, go as far to say is that is the biggest issue we have in this world, period, is a lack of self-love. Um, because when you have self-love, you respect yourself, you honor yourself, you honor your who you are, your thoughts, your feelings, you honor your body, um, you have compassion and understanding for other people in their journey because you have compassion and understanding for your own journey, you keep promises to yourself, you don't put yourself last, you don't push put yourself Second, you honor your feelings. You pay attention to how you feel. You pay attention to what you want. And I think that initially, as you make this journey to self-love, you will, it may not be your first response to things, to listen to your feelings. I have existed in a life that for decades has not paid attention to her feelings you know I have not paid attention to how I feel and the thing is your feelings are the indicator with manifestation right so you're feeling the way you're feeling is projecting an energy and that energy it's like a flow back and forth like this energy with energy helps to further reinstill the mindset the program that you have and it projects it out to the world and it continues to bring you examples and situations that further enforce the existing mindset 
the existing program. That's law of attraction. And so through this, I was generating the same types of experiences over and over again that allowed me to neglect my feelings, to neglect myself, to neglect my promises to myself, and to neglect my heart's calling and my heart's desire to feel that what I felt called to do in my life wasn't important enough, that there were other things that took precedent over it. There were more important things um, that I didn't trust myself that I could be successful doing what my heart felt called to do. And so I should do something else that was more socially acceptable, I guess, or not even socially acceptable that I accepted would be, would be something that would provide for me. You know, it's taking not the safe route because it certainly wasn't, it wasn't, didn't always feel safe and it didn't always feel easy, but in my mind, it seemed like the route that would bring me the abundance that I needed. And so I did not trust that I had the skills or the, um, skills is not the word. I did not trust that I had the wisdom within me to carry it out and to be successful. And I wonder how many of us live this way. I think a lot of us live this way. And even when you go out on your own journey to following your heart, whatever that is, you still may default back into this distrust, distrust, this feeling of maybe this isn't the right decision. Maybe I should go with something that seems more traditional or predictable or something where I know what the results will be. But truly nothing is certain. So we're kind of kidding ourselves in that way. Um, And that could be going into a relationship that you think is going to work, but inside you feel that it is not a right decision. That could be moving in with someone that you feel is not a good roommate or a good situation for you. And maybe that's taking a job because you want money. And sometimes you have to do that because you have to have money. That is the currency of this world um, to pay the bills. And sometimes, so yes, sometimes you have to go into situations like that. But I do believe that even if you are taking on something like that, that you need to have a backup plan. And I mean that, I mean, that could even be, all these situations I'm giving you are situations that I've been in myself. I have moved in with roommates. I've moved in with boyfriends that I knew should not have happened. But I had, I felt as though I had to. I felt as though I had no other choice. 
and maybe the things weren't lined up for me to give me that choice. But what I'm saying to you is if you are in a situation like that and you've made that kind of decision, you should also be working on, you know, what will you do next (laughs) and start working in the direction of your heart and start loving yourself so you put that energy there. And I think that I I have been digging and digging in my soul's calling, my heart's purpose. And I really feel that I believe that's what it is. Like when I started the podcast, it was, you know, mindset to manifestation. Yes, it is shaping and creating the mindset to manifest whatever it is you want in your life. And that part hasn't changed. However, as time has gone on, I've uncovered the truth of that. And it's not just about the mindset. It's about loving yourself. It's about this self-love. Because as you travel on the path of self-love, you start to make decisions And well, first you start to realize when you're sabotaging yourself or making decisions that are based in fear and not love. So you start to recognize those things. You start to recognize how you respond to things. And then that starts to shape the mindset, you know, where you're then letting go of old patterns that don't support you, taking on new belief systems that do support you, as in starts to change the program starts to change the mindset within within um starts to change a mindset and then changes the the actions the intuitive action the positive action the stuff that moves you in the direction of um whatever you're trying to manifest and so at the root of all of that is number 1 first and foremost the ability to love, honor, trust, and respect yourself. And we all have a lot of work to do there. But that is what this purpose is on our life. That is this journey. We come into this world. We come into this life. Some of us, well, we choose to come into this life. I firmly believe that. We choose the life we come into because those experiences will give us whatever it is we need to be challenged, to overcome, and then to return back to whatever it is our soul's purpose is. And I truly believe that I was born into a life where I would be in situations where I could easily numb myself from whatever situation I was in, I could shove my feelings down deep inside, feel nothing, get up and go to work every day like nothing was wrong, cover up, hide everything, not let anything be visible to people, not even myself, and I got really good at it. Um, I got really good at pretending that everything was just fine, that I was happy, that I could do it you know that I was positive and most people thought that I was and when I started this heart opening 10 years ago that's when I got into coaching that's when I got into Reiki 
I remember crying, like really just crying. Not crying because I was upset and I was angry and the tears came, but crying because I really allowed the sadness that I was feeling in my heart for so long to surface. I really allowed my feelings about my life and about the people in my life to surface. And I've not been the same person since then. And I've been on this journey back to my heart since then. I was on the journey back to my heart my whole life, but part of that journey was the numbing. Part of the journey was the shoving the feelings deep down inside and not not allowing myself to feel what I felt and how perfect that I would land in New York City, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 years ago, I'm not even keeping track anymore, but that I would land here in a city that's all about drive, go, go, go. You, It's the perfect place to not feel your feelings. It's a perfect place to kind of shove everything down. And then maybe the only permissible feelings could be anger. <laughs> you know, if someone pisses you off, um, something like that you know you get frustrated you get anger but that's really just a a just accumulated feelings of not recognizing the self and not recognizing what your heart really needs what you really need and so an outburst a feeling of anger is the first sign of pain and so how perfect that I would land in this city that and in the end in an industry that where I put all my energy and worked, 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 worked to get where I am and did not pay attention to my feelings and how perfect it is that everything would be shaken up and I would have to then pay attention to my feelings. Can you see the perf- perfectionism in your life? Can you see... Can you just pause where you are and just elevate yourself out of your current situation and just look back and look down on everything you've gone through leading you up to this moment and see how everything was perfectly aligned to bring you back to this moment where you realize that you really fucking need to love yourself that you really need to keep your promises to yourself, that you really need to start living in alignment with your soul's calling, your heart's purpose in this world, even if it's just a tiny bit, um, little steps in that direction. Is it time to be truthful with yourself about what you want? Is it time to take the bigger piece of the cookie and know that it's okay to love yourself and, and to take what you want because that's what that's what this is that's what this manifestation gift is that we've been given in this life to create and receive isn't it time you start receiving and isn't it time that the first person that you should be receiving from is receiving from yourself receiving that love that trust and that attention to what your heart wants to what you want don't you think that everything led you up to this moment right now where you finally start to recognize that 
Can you look at the patterns in your life that were always trying to bring you back to self-love, where you're putting yourself in situations where you were putting your needs last or putting them behind everybody else? And I know this is a challenge for some of the parents out there and especially some of the moms, but you got to do it first because you know what you're going to do? You're going to keep this continued belief that we do not deserve to recognize what our heart wants for us. You're going to continue spreading and sharing this belief with your children. And do you not want your children to see you as an example of a man or woman who honors their heart, who honors the feelings that they feel, who honors their calling in life? Do you want to show your children that you are on a hamster wheel? Do you want to show your children that they can make choices? They should honor what they feel and that they can have a better life. And what better example of seeing that is that you are doing it, that you are living your purpose, that you are living a dream and you are honoring and respecting that calling within your heart for to, to answer that calling and to have this dream and to create that they can be creators in this world and they can they can feel the calling in their heart and they can create on it and through that action they manifest whatever they need into their lives to build on that creation you don't have to be a parent to do this you can be an example to the world you can be an example to other women you can be an example to other men who feel like they have to be in jobs that they hate you know because they have to provide for their families you know you can be an example of someone who breaks out of a trap that is crushing them and i think about all these men you know and generations who have worked for decades people don't do this anymore but I mean, not many people, but have worked for decades in a job that was crushing to them. I think about the men in the generations of my family who have, who have been in situations that were crushing to them, that they had no other choice but to be alcoholics. They had this is making me emotional, but they had. They did not live in a time, they did not live in a time where it was socially acceptable to have feelings and to act on their dreams. They did not come from a demographic. Okay, let me get myself together here. They did not come from a demographic background or financial background that gave them the opportunities, the finances to follow their dreams. They had to follow what was expected of them. I think about that. Even my grandmother, she left her life in California, picked up her kids and moved to Missouri to work in an envelope factory. And it was crushing for her. And she became an alcoholic because all these people were in these jobs. What did they have? They had nothing. They were in mind-numbing work, repetitive mind-numbing work. And, and the generations that followed picked up that blueprint, that blueprint that we were just another cog in the machine 
and that the feelings that we have and that the heart's desires that we have to create in this world are not important. And you have to fall into something that is predictable. You have to fall into something that has been tested and proven. And ignore what you feel in your heart and ignore your dreams. And that is a pattern that we have perpetuated in this country over and over and over again. And I think that we're finally, like, COVID gave us a chance. COVID is going to bring so many amazing things. I mean, it's brought so much heartbreak. And it's brought just so many things to the surface. But with every terrible thing, there is always something beautiful that comes out of it. It's a sacrifice that was made. And something will come from it that will bring more healing. I know it in my heart. And we are going to, we had to look at our lives. We had to look at so much stuff. We had to be forced into seeing our lives. And a lot of people have broken free. Maybe not even because they chose to break free, but because they were put in a situation that they had nothing, you know, that their industry had completely shut down. And so then they had to recreate themselves recreate a business, recreate a new life. And so that's a momentum. I'm excited to see where that momentum takes us. And I think that's that's it. I think that's all I want to say. <sighs> that's all I want to say. All right, have a wonderful day. Yeah, I think I'm done. All right. So as I said, it was very emotional, but I really feel like my heart is moving in the direction of helping people learn to love themselves and and really allow themselves to acknowledge their feelings and to listen to what's happening within their heart and what their heart is saying to them. And um, we'll see where that goes. So I'm enjoying the journey and I'm enjoying my own unfolding and I hope that You know, I can serve you and be just an example of another human recognizing the need to love herself and to acknowledge her feelings and who is allowing the unfolding to happen within her life. So I hope I can be an example of that to you. That's all I really want. I want to inspire and encourage you along the way. The journey is yours to take. I can't change it, the journey for you. I can't make the journey better, but what I can do is I can be that um, support for you. I can be that person that tells you that everything you're feeling is okay. And I can be that person that is like on the energetic level, giving you a hug and, and, and lifting your chin up and saying that you deserve, you deserve all of this. You deserve whatever you feel in your heart that you want. You deserve it. And today is the day to start making those changes. Today is the the day to start recognizing that. Sending you so much love from New York. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to share it with someone. Sharing is caring after all. And I want to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. 
Also be sure to find me on Instagram at Mindset Manifestation. And lastly, it would mean so much to me if you could take 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other people find this podcast. All right, guys, until next time, sending you big love from New York City.